Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box, and ultimately, just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. I am so excited for today's guest on why I'm voting because it is Ogi Ibuno. Her work in film is spectacular. She recently released the documentary Invisible Portraits, which reclaims the narrative of Black women in America. It is absolutely beautiful if you haven't seen it. But she also turned her talents recently to directing a PSA about voting for Levi's. So she is the absolute perfect person to have on the show. Ogi, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Your voting PSA is really incredibly powerful. And when I see something like that, I recognize that a lot of work and labor and thought went into it. But I want to know how that project started. The project started um, because Levi came to me with the opportunity to partner with Haley Bieber on creating a PSA around voting Um, that really targeted the younger generation because with this election, I believe it's um, 70 million new eligible voters um, will be voting in this election due to Gen Z and the youth. And I absolutely said yes to the opportunity. Um, And in brainstorming the various ways that I wanted to tell this story, um, I looked to Langston Hughes and some of the poetry that he created. Because for me, it's really about blending the various mediums of art and not just relying solely on the typical way that PSAs are done. And so I really just reached out to the past, really. I was researching the Renaissance era and how that had such a huge impact politically and through scholarly lens and also through the entertainment lens. And what it lended itself to me was that this current moment that we're in, for me, really reflects that moment in time. Um, Because at that point in time in Harlem, during the Harlem Renaissance, it was this beautiful blend of civil rights. It was this beautiful blend of poetry and the arts as a way to uplift marginalized communities, more particularly Black communities. And during the time when the opportunity was afforded to me to make this PSA, I felt we were very much in that moment. For me, the only difference was that the Epic Center was now um, in L.A. in regards to the blending of the entertainment industry and the movement space. And so I really wanted to tap into that. And I'm glad you mentioned that that this is in L.A. because I think anybody who watches this will recognize a lot of people in that two and a half minutes, um, as well as a sign interpreter throughout. You also appear in it. Uh, how did the various participants all get involved? I created a list and um, basically reached out to various people. For me, things that I create from my documentaries to commercials to PSAs, it's really about blending the various different sectors getting people to realize that it takes all of us to create change. And so for me, it wasn't solely 
lending itself to just the voices of celebrities because it's not just celebrities that causes social change. It's actually ordinary, everyday people who create movement and create policy change. And so I wanted to lend a voice to those individuals who we may deem or label as everyday people. So for me, it was drawing from the voices of scholars, drawing from the voices of authors, drawing from the voices of activists and organizers, as well as various people with bigger platforms in the entertainment space. It's so good. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to be ebullient and gushy over it, but the editing alone is like spectacular. I want to pivot for a moment about uh, and talk about your own relationship and experiences with voting, because this is clearly something that you are very passionate about. Do you remember when you realized as a kid what voting was and that it was something that was for you to do? To be completely honest with you, I didn't really participate in voting until the the year that Obama was elected. Growing up, like it wasn't it was impressed upon me that voting was such a big deal. And so I didn't really participate in it because I didn't think that my voice mattered. I didn't think that my vote mattered. So I was very much so nonchalant about the process. Um, but it wasn't until that year when Obama was nominated that it really galvanized me. And that was the first time that I voted. I love it. I think it's important for people to hear those stories that not everyone really feels like uh, voting is is for them, that, but they eventually come to it. And I'm, I'm glad that we see this journey now that you are making the rallying call to other people who may feel that way in the moment and that you can change their point of view. Um, do you remember what it felt like the first time you voted? Yeah, um, it, it felt very surreal because, like I said, like I had been taught or conditioned rather that my vote didn't matter and that, you know, it it really wouldn't affect any kind of change. And then to realize that the things that you have been conditioned to believe to believe to be true is not true. It really, you know, it, it galvanized me. Like it really woke me up in one of the most beautiful ways. And I just remember me and my friends going to cast our vote. And then after voting, just sitting in our cars, just looking at each other in complete silence for about five or 10 minutes, because you're like, wait, did I just do that? And like really processing the emotions that was happening. And I mean, in that particular moment, I was still in a range of emotions. And so allowing myself to really be in that space and process what was coming up for me. That's beautiful. Do you participate in your local elections as well? Oh, absolutely. I think local elections are far more important than the election of president and vice president. I think that You know, one of the things that this society has done very well is to condition us to to look at the bigger picture rather than like assessing the smaller details that make up the bigger picture. And so for me, local elections are just that, you know, it's very important who represents us as a DA, right? Because that person is in charge of, you know, filing charges for police officers that continue to kill black and brown folks, that continue to kill the most marginalized folks. So if we're not being active in picking our DA, those those situations and those cases that they, you know, they'll continue to go unresolved. And so it's very, very, very important that I and others participate in local elections. Those are sometimes a little bit trickier in terms of getting information on on candidates. You're not seeing as many ads usually. They're not getting as much press. What do you do to make sure you've properly researched for those local smaller elections? For me, it's really figuring out what are the organizations within your city that are very, very active around community work. And so for me, it is, you know, looking towards the guidance from 
Black Lives Matter LA chapter. It's looking towards the guidance of Justice LA. It's looking towards the guidance of Bill Power, really getting involved with local organizations that are actually doing the work on the ground because it's those organizations that will give you access and resources and materials um, to really educate yourself and empower yourself on what's going on on a local level. I wonder what your relationship is with the results as they come in. You know, we are already in the middle of early voting in a lot of places and we're getting some early returns and predictions. Do you engage with that information or are you waiting until it is all said and done to really take it in and process it? Um, For me, my my focus right now is getting as many people educated on local elections as possible. So for me to stop doing that and focus on an outcome that isn't isn't, uh, fully there yet, will be a disservice to my community and to myself as well. So I don't tend to focus on the results that are coming in at the moment, but rather how can I get as many people active and involved as possible? So that's really where all my energy and attention is going. Oh, smart. Um, you're probably saving yourself a lot of headaches along the way as well. Uh, I want to I wanna go back and talk a little bit about um, the work that Levi's is doing, because the message that your collaborator, Levi's, has been sending as they work on, on their own positioning and their campaign around this is that people should be focusing on the issues that are most important to them and voting based on that. So how do you incorporate that idea into your own voting mission? You've talked about it a little, but I would love to hear more. Yeah, for me, I think it's, you know, like that's the way that you get people involved, right? There has to be an entry point for people to get involved in activism. And I think um, what this current year has done is laid the foundation for that, right? I think that one of the beauty for ashes in the moment of 2020 is that this pandemic has laid the foundation for so many people to really do the work of self-reflection and really realizing the ways that they're contributing to these oppressive systems or they're contributing to um, the dismantling of these oppressive systems, but also like how are they showing up for themselves? And I think that um, in the midst of doing that is how we got to the point of where we're at right now, right? With these uprisings that are happening, people are realizing that they do a have a voice and that their voice matters and that it is everyday people that affect change in society. It is everyday people who lead movements in society. There was nothing remarkable about Martin Luther King. There was nothing remarkable about Harriet Tubman. There was nothing remarkable about Malcolm X. Um, They became that, right? They became that and finding out who they were. They became that in discovering that it takes all of us collectively to make change. And so I think that, you know, the current moment is laying a foundation for so many people to see that and to step into their power. And in doing so, you realize what's important to you, right? You realize that the things that you've probably been conditioned or programmed to think is important, such as, you know, the car and the house and the career isn't as important. You know, what's important is how are you showing up for your community? What's important is how are you showing up for yourself? What's important is, you know, like, like what does mutual aid look like between you and your neighbors? Those are the things that's important. The things that um, many deem to be um, non- not tangible, right? Like what are the virtues and the values that you hold? So I think that, you know, with people realizing what that is for them, that's their entry point. And it allows them to get activated. It allows them to become active citizens and engaged citizens. And so I think, you know, when people realize what's important for them, what are the values that they're holding, it inspires them to create change. 
Oh, beautifully put. I want to like stand up and cheer after that. If you could tell someone who is not using their right to vote one thing, and this is something that you are doing with your work, what would that one thing be? I would recite a quote that has become one of my life mantras by a guy named Jay Krishna Mutri, which is, it is no measure of health to be well-adjusted to a profoundly sick society. That is what I would say to them. Oof. Um, my last question for you is an easy one. Will you tell our listeners where they can go to see the PSA that you directed for Levi's? Yes, you can go to Levi's.com. You can go to all of Levi's social media channels on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram, and you'll be able to see the voting PSA. Share it, embrace it, and enjoy it. I love it. Ogie, thank you so, so much for spending this time with me today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows. 